0: Cameron Luke was a very lucky man this week. He was there for SCN for all the build-up to the Super Bowl and then the Super Bowl him itself. And he joins us uh, now live from Las Vegas in the aftermath. Cam, welcome.
1: Hello, boys. Whitey, JJ. Uh, huge day, huge week. Vegas, as you can imagine, has been off a 10, in particular, over the last couple of days. But uh, a game that was fitting of a remarkable superstar that is Patrick Mahomes and a wonderful Super Bowl. But in the end... Goat's going to goat, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. See, so just take us through the entire week that you've been there, just the build-up to it, the aftermath to it. So almost everything but the game, just how Las Vegas embraced this Super Bowl. What was that whole experience like?
1: So for people who've been to Vegas before, it's traditionally fairly intense and off its head anyway, but uh, earlier in the week, it wasn't necessarily major. Like, it was big. There was a lot of corporates. There was a lot of people in town, a lot of people working. Of course, we had the armchair experts. Ben Graham and I did a lot of filming from Radio Row Monday, Tuesday. Sorry, uh, Wednesday, Thursday. But uh, as the week went on, in particular Saturday morning when I woke up, there was a, it was felt as like a huge influx of fans. And Saturday night in Vegas was one of the busiest. In fact, I'll say it's the busiest time I've ever been in any one place. The, the roads were gridlocked. The people walk in the sidewalk. You could barely move. It was just outstanding. It was a wash with color, and not necessarily just a wash with 49ers and Chiefs colors, but all NFL fans. They they love to get to the actual city. Vegas is a little different. A lot of people come here traditionally. So I, I reckon I would have almost seen every single color or every single team merchandise at least once over the last 48 hours. And it is very easy. And I've learned a lot. I did work a lot more this week than normal Super Bowls, but. I, I did learn that you can over race early and it's all about Super Bowl Sunday. It's all about the game. This is the reason we are here, to go to the grand finale. So I was actually really fresh today, boys, to be fair. I had a couple of um, cracks earlier in the week, in particular at Live Golf, but uh, I was pretty fresh today and, and I'm glad that the game was as amazing as it was.
2: Cam, now Vegas is, is it seems, purpose-built, custom-built to host the Super Bowl. You've got an endless amount of hotels, the festivities the theatrics of the city. Is there a world now, it won't happen, but is there a world where the Super Bowl could be held there every year?
1: I'm going to say no, but I'm also going to say that it's going to be back here within five or six years. I know we've got New Orleans next year, then San Fran, then back to LA, and nothing would stun me at all if we're back in Vegas. What year? 2024. We will see another Vegas Super Bowl prior to 2030. For all those reasons... You mentioned it is a city that is built for a huge of influx of people. They do that each and every week when people come to, to gamble or oh, people just roll on in. They have major conference rooms and all the rest of it. Everything is equipped to handle a major event. Keeping in mind, keeping in mind the stadium only fits 67,000. So it's not like they need to fit in another 120,000 people to roll in the town. So it's very well equipped. Normally nice weather. It has been freezing, boys. It has been absolutely freezing. It was four degrees at Live Golf on Friday, and it was six degrees yesterday when we broadcast from the party hole. It's in the weeds, which is kind of cool, but also kind of weird. But the fact is, the only thing that has really been surprising this week has been how cold it has been. As you walk into the stadium, there's mountains to the right, and there's snow caps. And it's something I never even thought in my wildest dream we would dream we'd see here in Vegas.
2: Now, Patrick Mahomes said it best, but I'll repeat the quote. He said after the game, just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. How did you feel throughout the game? Because I thought early days, San Fran, you're not far enough in front. You've dominated uh, position, uh, field position. You've dominated time of possession, but the Chiefs are close. And all it took was that muff punt. And all of a sudden, you felt like you knew what was going to happen. Now, we did get to overtime, so it took a bit of work. But... Did you feel yep. like Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid would, would, would get that bad boy done?
1: I couldn't agree more with what you said, JJ. The 49ers just didn't put enough points on the board when they had field play domination. And, 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 and Christian McCaffrey was unbelievable. Mm. But the fact was, and I was financially invested with the 49ers and had been for a while, the fact is the question over Brock Curdy as a quarterback, can he go and win a game? And I thought he was really good today. I, I thought he was really solid in moments. He gave them opportunity. McCaffrey was great. Of course they had the trick play that, that led to that to that touchdown in the first half. But the fact is, good players, great good, good, good players give you opportunities to win Super Bowls. Great players go and win them. And Purdy was great. I thought he was really good in the fourth quarter. I needed that touchdown. They got it. But in overtime, as great as that drive was, it ended in a field goal. And it gave the man it goes out and does it. And we, we talk about this a lot JJ, you and I, when we do SCN track, Josh Allen gives himself, he's in the Bills a chance. Well, they get a field goal. But you know what Patrick Mahomes does? You know what Tom Brady did? They get a touchdown, and that's what wins major games. And that's what happened today. 49ers were great. Traditionally, they should have been more in front, but they gave themselves an opportunity. Kansas City D let them, held on, gave them an opportunity. And then Patrick Mahomes in his fourth quarter in overtime was perfect. He didn't make a mistake the entire last quarter, and it's overtime, and that's when the greats do it. And that was the difference today. 30, really, really, really good. Patrick Mahomes, great. Kelsey's first half was, he, he couldn't get a look in. We've seen his frustration. The coach. He sold at Andy Reid. But then the second half, they said, and that's what happens. We, we see this all the time. A guy doesn't get anywhere near it. Then all of a sudden, bobs up on a drive. And uh, you just it was inevitable, too. When they got that field goal, the 49 you're just like, you know what? It's inevitable. Mahomes is going to go down the other end. And he's going to get the job done. And uh, unfortunately for 49ers fans, that's what happens. But there's a very, 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 very small difference between really good and great. And Patrick Mahomes is great.
2: He is, he is very great. No doubt. I didn't know that – I didn't expect you to get a Josh Allen slap in there, but um, well, anyway. I,
1: I think, uh, to, to be fair, you know I'm not a Josh Allen guy. No, but I, I, I also no think that, I've noticed. Uh, I, but but my, my point with this is that there are very, very talented quarterbacks in the league, and Brock Purdy is one of them, even though he's slightly different with the way the team is built. But that is the difference between this Kansas City Chiefs team and teams who continually knock on the door and just fall a little bit short. And, and this may be a Patrick Mahomes issue these teams have, because there's always one better. We've seen it with Tom Brady for nearly two generations, and now uh, two decades. Well, we did see it for two decades, and now we've seen the same thing with Mahomes. So you can be so good, you can be so talented, but in the end, if you're not a great, you're probably going to fall a little bit short against this Kansas City Chiefs team.
0: Yeah, we talked about this earlier in the program. That the good thing about this Super Bowl was, apart from it going to overtime, was that it was it was won by it being won as opposed to it being lost. Like someone went out there Mm. and actually got it won, And I, and I think that's Mm -hmm. really important in those moments. I was nervous for Purdy that he'd have a shocking game or he'd throw an interception or a a fumble late that would cost them victory. He didn't do that. If they got a couple more stops, they would have won the game. So, and then we would have been talking about Purdy being amazing. So, but in the end there was someone that was amazing and and that was uh, Mahomes. A couple of questions, uh, Cam, I want to ask you. Usher. Mm -hmm. It's polarized. Uh, um, people back here watching it on television. I'm not sure whether there was audio issues or something. It just didn't sound right. Um, what was it like in the stadium?
1: Oh, it's always better in the stadium. It's always better. The adrenaline is there. The energy is obviously right there. I didn't notice. I, I did have a couple of people text me. I didn't notice audio issues early. Um, I, weirdly enough, I did say that if the 49ers win, and because I had backed them, I was actually going to jump on the roller skates and go topless around the strip as well. So oh, weird that God, I should that with that top yeah. gear. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, so look, look, I have no doubt when I watch it back, Whitey, there'll be things that on TV, that the audio might not be 100%, or it might, have been, it might have been too high or too low, what might have been. But when you're in the stadium, you kind of get, you kind of get caught up in it. There's such a light show around that people are going nuts, everyone's dancing. So uh, I'm not a major Usher fan. And I mm. think there was a, probably a couple of those, those old school bangers that I probably grew up with that I, that they weren't there today. But hey, look, I think it was fairly solid. I, I still, I was privileged enough to be in LA a couple of years ago and to see Dr. Dre and Snoop and Eminem and uh, 50 Cent do their thing. That's so that's still in front for me. But I thought being in the stadium, it was pretty good. The energy's always there. It goes forever. Halftime. To be a player, JJ, you've been in a situation. Um, halftime at, at grand finals and Super Bowls go longer than normal. <laughs> Man, that halftime today felt like it went forever. Now, I don't know if it stole some of that momentum of the run game of the 49ers because they, they weirdly went away with it at the start of the third quarter. But uh, there is no doubt. I, I thought Ashley was pretty good. But he um, you know, always... People can always pick it apart, Whitey. There's always people who yeah. love us who think it was great, and there's people who don't, like, oh, well, the mic was high, or he nearly fell off the roller skates, or why would he take his top off type of thing. So uh, it's polarising, as you said.
0: I, I reckon they missed a trick. The Killers, they're a Vegas band. They would have they well, been the ones. It's,
1: it's funny you say that. We, um, in, the, in the pre-season show we did for the armchair experts, we do a locks and long shots segment, and my lock was at the Killers... Do the
2: time show? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been on this for two years. Are they big sense. enough? Are they
1: big yeah. enough? Well,
2: I'm showing my. Well, well I, I, I'm not, were, not. I'm were not were the right person. They were big enough for you, JJ, yeah. in
1: 2017. Surely they're big enough
2: today. Well, I think I think the Vegas Super Bowl might <laughs> might just have them. Maybe that's what counted them out because they'd performed at a grand final. But uh...
0: oh, now now now, Cam, top five people, famous people you saw. Over Ooh. the over the time within and 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 you had to be able to,
2: you know, t- tell us what colour uh, shirt they not not on the big screen. I mean, you know, got in some type of vicinity of.
1: Jay Montana wasn't far from me earlier today. In mm-hmm. fact, so he's going to be we'll give you in that. there. Uh, I'm going to say the shark, Greg Norman. Yeah, um, how close did you get going to, the to the shark? And live well. I it was a, I had, we had a selfie together <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> Very good. Had a quick, had a, I had a quick chat to him. Um, I had a quick chat to him yesterday after the round. Oh, you
0: so doubled, ba- doubled up. That's good. That's yeah.
1: Well, he didn't brush me. He said, You don't want to hear from me. So we ended up we getting Cam Smith, uh, who's probably in there as well, to be fair. Um, I'm trying to think of us who also I have bumped into. I I haven't been out. I actually haven't been out enough. I seen Shaq was about 40 metres from me. Does that count, JJ?
2: Yeah, or what colour shirt did he have
1: on? <laughs> uh, I had this like sort of gold sort of yeah, spark. There you go. That something counts. I wouldn't have actually thought that he would actually wear, to be fair. Um, and then probably Darren Whateley. <laughs> oh, does Nick, Nick Revolt count? Nick dropped past yesterday to have a chat to us and... That was good fun. Um, I haven't actually been out enough to see too many celebs. I've sort of been um, fairly low-key. I'll have a few tonight. But um, the city's been that intense, boys. It's, it's been easy sort of just to, to do your work and have a couple of beers and go out. And then by the time it's you're sort of finished, you know, as you boys have probably never been to the States before, it's, it's 1 o'clock. It's 1 a.m. and you're like, well, I've got to be bloody filming at 9 or whatever it might be. So uh, tonight will be the first night that I really have a decent crack, I reckon.
0: What's the go-to casino?
1: Well, um, I'm not a major gambler on the tables. I'm more the horse guy, as you guys would know. But I'm staying in the MGM Grand. I was at Tropicana yesterday with Ben Graham last night. He loves the tables. So he was teaching me a few things. Um, and it's probably be the last time I go to Tropicana because it's getting demolished for the baseball stadium that's going to be bought in here and uh, and, and built for so when the Oakland A's actually moved to Vegas in the next couple of years. But probably the MGM Grand's as close as it yeah, can but... Um, I'm not necessarily someone who blows enough money on the on the tables to care.
0: All right. Well, we appreciate uh, you talking to us on Sports Day. We're both very jealous we uh, weren't there. Well, um, but
1: you know we can't. Be you know, you know, those. you know that I, you know, that I said I, I said no to Dwayne for this. Really. Dwayne, Dwayne hit me up and I said no nah, no nah, I've already committed to uh, to Whitey and JJ. So uh, it was good. Hey, just quickly before I let you go, JJ, how was the party in Marvel? It Looked good pretty cool from what i yeah. did see
2: by the uh fantastic yep fantastic it was uh uh it was very well attended to at the live site with uh good. like a free entry where people can just turn up and watch it was i don't i'm not great at it. I'd say between 1 and 2000 down there at the live Jeez. site so that's a that's Unreal. a good turn up and then a, about 400 or so paying customers up top so all in all Cam, uh, very very good the super bowl is alive and well in this country yeah. there is no doubt about ah. it
1: uh, like I Like you said, 400 paying customers. Because there was 401 people there, I believe, because there's no way in hell JJ paid for a
0: ticket. I was working, Cam. <laughs>
1: yeah, weren't we all? Uh, boys, thank
0: you. Good stuff. Go, go and enjoy the rest of the night. Uh, Cam Luke, joining us yeah. there from Las Vegas, being there for a Super Bowl that went through to overtime mm. with the Chiefs winning 25 to the 49ers, 22.